what is your definition and understanding of personal liberation? Oh, gosh. This one has taken me almost the I'm 50 years old now, and it's taken me almost all these years to figure this out. And it's still like I'm human. But for me, it is being free from what others think of me. So what other people think of me is none of my business and getting free of expectations of other people and really living authentically in who I am and what I know for myself to be true. And so if I want to live in a little happy-go-lucky, joyous timeline slice, awesome. That is my personal, (laughs) that's my personal liberation that I get to experience. And I'm sure doing it in Hawaii doesn't suck either. (laughs) Welcome to Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation. The go-to podcast that helps you access intuitive guidance combined with mental health and spirituality. Let your intuition guide you and unlock a life of true liberation. And now your host, Beck Nelson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my first flagship uh, episode of Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation. Yay, I'm so excited. woo um, so this is going to be my first taped episode, one of three that I'm going to put out there. And I am so excited that who, who decided to, who decided to join me is my friend, Dr. Lisa Thompson. So let me explain who she is. Let me read her bio. She is a best-selling author, speaker, galactic ambassador and channeler and intuitive transformational coach specializing in human design, past life regression and sound healing. She supports and empowers people to intentionally design their best life by living from their yes. She is an evolutionary biologist who understands the embodiment of the ancient DNA within humans and guides them to enter the intergalactic realms. A true PhD, guys. Lisa is the best-selling author of Connection to the Cosmos, Remembering Your Galactic Heritage and Embracing Your Oneness, Sacred Soul Love, Manifesting True Love and Happiness by Revealing and Healing Blockages and Limitations, and Sacred Soul Spaces, Designing Your Personal Oasis. Lisa has a weekly podcast called Connection to the Cosmos with Dr. Lisa Thompson, where she has an out-of-this-world conversations with extraordinary people. She has created eight oracle decks and designs intentional jewelry inspired by her passion of travel and nature. She loves teaching online classes and leading retreats in her home state of Hawaii. Who doesn't want to live there? She also leads night sky watch UFO tours in the big island of Hawaii. And we'll talk at the end about how she can people can reach you and find out more. This is, I'm so excited to have you on, Lisa. So the format of the podcast is supposed to be seven questions in seven minutes. But that uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I have on special guests, the people that I'm very friendly with and enjoy talking to. And sometimes I will expand that to um, have a a much broader conversation because who can talk seven questions in seven minutes? So without further ado, welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Beck. I am so honored to be here with you. This and my my first guess, I can use you tell that I'm like green and I'm so excited about this. And I'm sure after a while, people just don't get as excited as this, but Stuck somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But so I've been on your show and we had the most amazing conversation. And I'm really glad that it's like an opportunity to be able to continue that conversation. Someday I want to join you in Hawaii to be able to uh, talk to you in person and give you a hug and to, uh, um, 
do one of your UFO tours, so I, I really have to make it to the big island. So welcome, Lisa, and I'm going to start the seven questions in seven minutes. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So <laughs> first question is, who is your ideal client? Okay, so primarily in the last five and a half years that I've had my spiritual business, it's been women, typically aged from 35 to 75 who want to make transformation in their life, whether it is in their business, their personal relationships, some aspect of their life where I am able to help them identify, okay, what area is that? What is going on? Why do we need to change it? And then with regression therapy, which is one of the modalities I do, I'm able to access or help them access their blockages and limitations and to, at that quantum level, rewire the brain and pull forth new opportunities for them. Now, in doing that, though, the regression work, a lot of really interesting things have come about. And so I myself am a galactic ambassador, and a lot of people experience lives that are not of this earth. And so I'm able to help people really navigate who and what they really are, that we are more than just this one earth life just this one human experience. We are so much more than that. You know what? I don't even know. There's so many little offshoots of questions that I want to ask for that. First of all, what is a galactic ambassador? Can you say more about that? Well, so I have been um, an experiencer of UFO and ET phenomena my entire life. I've actually been on spacecraft. And over the last four years, I have really developed my connection with my Arcturian family specifically. I do have a parallel life as an Arcturian. And so now with that connection, I am able to bring forth the messages from the Arcturian realm. It started through writing, but now it's also through vocal channeling. And so as that galactic ambassador, I'm essentially bringing forth the higher dimensional messages of love and unity. We are all one. Wow. I'm sure it's no coincidence that I got like chills as I was listening to that. Because it's like this little tap, right, that your intuition gives you like, oh, you're, you know, we're around you too. Whoo. I, I don't, again, I don't even know the first question. You said vocal channeling. I think it was the term that you used. So it's voice channeling, letting, letting them speak through you as opposed to interpreting what they're saying. So I actually let my, it's essentially my, my Arcturian self that I'm speaking as. So I let that light come through and actually come through my heart space and out through my voice. Wow. Is that <laughs> is that something that you'd like is that something that you do like on command or is that like you have to be in a space to that? I I have to get into that space to connect, but it you know, it's getting faster and faster. And do you also help people do this in their their sessions as well? Actually, a lot of people have started channeling it when they're in a regression session. Um, I have helped people when they're trying to remember maybe a con contactee situation where they didn't remember their their experience all the way. One one of my clients, he actually he met an ET in a cave in Thailand, and that ET in our session actually started channeling through him, and now he can channel him whenever what? he wants. Yes. <laughs> and I've had a I've had a lot of other clients like that where they will just start naturally channeling either their higher self or they're channeling other dimensional beings that ultimately because we are all connected 
my theory, my philosophy on this is it's really we're just channeling ourselves in a different realm. Wow. This is, you know, the other day, I know you posted something on Facebook, like all oh, all my services. And I was like, oh, tell, tell me more about that. And you listed all of your services. And I'm like, well, I, I want all of those. I want to try all that. And regression therapy was one of them. And I was I so you kind of just told me a little bit more about what that is. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And that's actually one of the most powerful modalities I've ever experienced for myself in and really healing blockages, but also just really understanding who I am at the core and really knowing, getting my own answers. And that's also what I love helping people with is having them understand their own inner wisdom, because we all can get our answers in our own way. We don't have to go to external sources. And so I, they're using human design and regression therapy and some other modalities. I help them um, learn how to do that for themselves. And we're talking about multiple sessions then? Not necessarily. <laughs> no. I mean, it can a lot. You can, It's amazing what can be done in one session. Yeah. Wow. Now, I read your book. And in the beginning of the book, you kind of talk about how you got to this place where you realized that you can do this and everything. And I found that fascinating. Um, can you? This is totally off script. But can you share that a little bit in a condensed version? So is it the part of how I grew up? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I've always, my mother was always into the metaphysical sciences. She was an astrologer. All her friends were either astrologers, tarot card readers, psychics, witches. And so that's my, the basis of how I grew up. And then when I was 13, we actually moved from Oklahoma City to Yelm, Washington, where we became part of a spiritual school of enlightenment, which was channeled by an entity named Ramtha who comes through Lady Jay-Z Knight. So that was my first experience of channeling, was going to the school where we are learning about um, expanding our consciousness and higher dimensional reality, and ultimately that we are connected to source, learning things like telepathy and remote viewing and really enhancing the clairs and really tapping into that third eye. So this was something that you were exposed to very early on. Yes. So I know, actually, I do know, uh, like my... My understanding is that we choose our parents, we choose our contracts, our relationships that we're going to have in each life. And so I specifically chose my mother to come into her so that I would not have to forget who I was, because oftentimes we're born into maybe highly religious families where there's just a lot of dogma that then we have to unpack that baggage later in life if we're going to wake up to who we are. And so I was like, nope, I'm just cutting right to the chase and I'm going to know this from childhood. So this was something your whole life, it wasn't, you were yeah. free to talk about and, and were there other times when, I mean, you, you went to school with people yeah. who do this and you just kind of came out with it or did you feel like you needed to hide it at school? Oh, I hit it. I hit it for part of my life to be normal because I wanted to fit in. Um, so you know, on the weekends or at night, we would go and learn from Ramtha. And then I would do my normal like school. I was dance team captain. You know, I was trying to be very normal and fit in. But it was hard because our town was really narrow minded about Ramtha. It was a very religious town. And so, you know, there were people who really did judge me for that. And then I went to college and grad school, got a PhD. And it was interesting being in mainstream academia, science world, 
especially University of Chicago Field Museum High Power, where I would share my stories about my experiences with the extraterrestrials or believing in Sasquatch or mermaids. And all my cohorts were like, okay, you're crazy or you're making it up. And so it really wasn't until I moved here to Hawaii two years ago where I could fully come out of the closet, so to speak, and just really stand and like, okay, these are the spaceship. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's just, I mean, I, you watch things like Ancient Aliens, that show, and you, you know, you're like, wow, that is that they give you scientific backing, and you're like, wow, I, I totally see where they're coming from there. That makes sense. And I've, yes. And one thing that I love a, about that show, I mean, I've seen every episode. There are a couple seasons that were a little like more to the fear based thing, but normally they are showing this evidence. So just a little side note, because I don't think you know this. I recently had a regression session where I got to experience my life as a being from Sirius coming to ancient Egypt. And I was one of the genetic engineers helping to modify the human body to upgrade it to be able to hold more energy. And so I got to fully experience that life and understand what was going on with that. And that's going to be in my next book. Just one of the many stories. Whoa. Now, ancient aliens is real because I, again, I, I myself have experienced that kind of life of intervening on Earth and interacting with humans. And I have uh, other friends and cohorts that have experienced that and clients that have as well. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I'm totally ready to offer questions, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I Screw these questions. Uh, well, so question two was, what, are the, what is the problem that you solve for your ideal client? Helping them um, heal blockages and limitations, really start to trust themselves. Because that's one thing that for a lot of my life, I had all of these intuitive hits. I, I knew what the real answer was from my soul, but I would override it with my logic. And so, or what, you know, society thinks, what my parents think, what my friends think. And so really learning to trust who you are and how to get your own answers. But you're saying what your parents think, right? But your mom was totally open to this. She was, but the rest of my family was not. And, and even though my mother was open to this, you know, there were certain things within society that she never was able to overcome herself. So I'm kind of an evolution, an extension of her growth. I love that. Question three, let's stick on topic. What are the common mistakes that people make um, when they're trying to solve that problem? Um, I would say that people, number one, don't realize they have limiting beliefs, you know, they or they want to blame other people for whatever problems they have in their life. And really, um, what I realized after my second failed marriage was I was the common denominator in that. So it all stems from me. And I have to heal the patterns within myself, heal my ancestral patterns, my just this life, the patterns that I've accrued in relationships and experiences so that I can actually get out of that rut and then move in a completely new direction. And the other thing is that um, people really going against their wisdom, like I did, you know, like I would know an answer. And then I'd be like, that can't be the answer. I can't do that. That's too scary. And so I would either stay stuck in a situation, or I would say no to an opportunity out of fear. 
So when I started learning to walk through that, when I'd get my answers, then I'd be like, okay, just take the step, take the step. And then my life changed dramatically. Can you give me maybe a couple of examples of what you mean by that? So um, number one, in human design, we all have our own inner authority, the way we get to our yeses and nos. And so by me, I have what's called sacral inner authority, which is the gut. So when my gut has an immediate response to something, that is the truth of the answer for me and 33% of the population. And so for instance, when I... um I stayed in my first marriage, even though I knew I shouldn't because, and my gut was like, get out, get out, get out. But I had, we had a business together. I had friends and family that had invested in the business. So I felt monetary obligation to them. I was willing to sacrifice myself to basically make everyone happy, but it was killing me ultimately. And so then, you know, I had to Finally, I was able to get out, but I got the gut to move here to Hawaii on a whim. Like we were in the middle of COVID and I had never thought about moving to Hawaii. We were looking to snowbird somewhere, but we're in the middle of COVID. My husband was working remotely at that point. I could work anywhere and um, it just came up at the dinner table. My daughter was like, I want to move to California. And I'm like, I wouldn't move to California. I moved to Hawaii and that just came out of my mouth. And my husband's like, I'd move to Hawaii. Like, okay. And then six months later, we moved to Hawaii. <laughs> wow. So he's really supportive. Yes. Yes. Because even when he met me, I had my design business. I was an interior designer and home stager. And he knew I was spiritual. But I, at that point, hadn't thought about starting a spiritual business, per se, because I was like, I don't know what I would do. But when I got the really strong yes from my gut, like, I have to go get trained by Denise Lynn in past life regression therapy, I didn't know how I was going to make it happen monetarily and with my kids and the travel. But he stepped up and he was like, whatever it takes, I will help you. You go. No kidding. Now, is, does he still maintain a full-time job from where you were in Hawaii? Yes. He actually changed careers. He was in the mortgage industry for 27 years. Last year, he decided to retire from mortgage. And now he actually works a completely different job in pest control doing sales and home inspections. And so it's the it's less stressful than mortgage. And so it's all good. I can imagine. will be my support team. <laughs> hmm. There's a, probably a lovely selection of bugs in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably ones that we don't see here. Okay. Question four. Uh, what is one valuable action that someone from the audience can implement that will help them with that issue? One of the things is really knowing what understanding your inner authority in human design, that's something that there's a lot of information on the internet. So it's you can run your chart for free at humandesignamerica.com slash chart. You can just run a chart. Now, you may not be able to interpret the chart, but at the bottom, it will tell you inner authority and it will say something like sacral or emotional or splenic. And so at least you will know the basis. And then if you, for free, if you want to Google what those things are, you can start to understand that a little bit. It does help to work with some practitioner, though, to really work with it and understand it. But it's not necessary. It'll probably just make you hungry to want more from that, right? Ooh, okay, we hope. And the question five, what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with this issue? Sort of what you just said. Yeah. And I guess really 
previous one, the free action is really start looking at your life. And if there, if, if you're in a place where you are not fully living your best life, like what is holding you back? Are you, do you have some limiting belief? Where are you stuck? And in which part of your life are you stuck? And so really just even acknowledging the first step is knowing that there's a problem, right? <laughs> and so once you know that there's a problem, then you can start teasing it apart, looking at patterns in your life. There are different resources once you start uncovering that, that can really help you. Okay. And do you find that you personally still catch yourself in these limiting beliefs or are you pretty much past that now? I'm human. <laughs> and what's interesting is that even when I feel like I have uncovered something major and made a transformation there, we're like onions and it's like a spiral. So we were going along in life and we're like, oh my God, that same issue just came up again, but it's now at a deeper level. And so as humans, we will continually be learning and growing. That's what we're here to do. So we're either growing or we're dying. And so for me, the more like I want to do this deep, 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 keep going deeper, deeper, deeper. And for me, what that does is it allows me to have more joy and passion and love in my life because now I'm in control and I'm not blaming other people. I think the the part that I like about what you were saying, too, is that you can be your own authority because so many people go outside of themselves and say, just you know, tell me what I should do next or answer this about me. And it's like, no, that's that's for you to figure out. Let me teach you how to fish instead of giving you a fish, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes it does take working with someone like you or me or other practitioners to really start that process. But once they learn it and once they can catch themselves, if they are stuck in a pattern, then they are able to do it themselves. Now, some people can just like, completely do it themselves, but others need help along yeah. the way. Well, specifically, I think because, you know, you said that when you're having these experiences, you don't always trust that this is real, right? You're like, wait, am I really seeing this? And sometimes you need somebody else to validate. Do you, um, I've been on shamanic journeys where the, the shaman actually comes into your journey with you and will say, do you see this such and such? And I'm going, wow, I actually do. Yes. And it looks like this. Do you do you do something similar? I I I lead people on journeys, but I don't I I give them visuals, but I'm not necessarily saying, Do you see this? I have been on journeys like that though. Those are fascinating. I'm like, I do see this, or that's crazy. Actually, like in a regression, because a, in a regression is a journey. You're deeply relaxed, you can call it hypnosis. But you're deeply relaxed, getting into that really deep subconscious part of your mind, trying to pull forth even the higher self. And with my clients, it's a conversation. They are telling me what they are seeing and experiencing. And then I'm able to guide and ask questions, help them make choices when they're in that state. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> so question six, what is one question that I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? <laughs> um, well, since we started talking about the galactic stuff in the beginning, like why is galactic energy important to work with or know about? So uh, what I would say is because we are not alone. And to quote Asia aliens, we have never been alone. <laughs> and understanding, like one of my missions as a galactic ambassador 
is to change the fear-based narrative of the media, Hollywood, and the government around the ET phenomena. Because since the 40s, they've been covering it up, they've been saying it's not real, or there has been a lot of fear-mongering of like, they're out to get us, they're going to take over the planet, you know, all of that. And so really, when you understand what the energy is, and that there are different beings, and they reside in different dimensions, higher dimensional realms, some a little bit lower dimensional realms, it's just frequency. But when you really understand who they are, and how you are connected with them, it allows you to overcome your fear of death, your fear of what's out here in the world around you that ultimately is within you, because we are all connected. And it just really, it gives you more love and compassion for humanity as well. And to get out of your judgment, because these higher dimensional beings, they're they're no longer polarized. They just understand love. They don't judge. And they really want us as humanity to get to the level that they are. We are on that trajectory. And so it's just a matter of time, linear time. Well, I, I, another thing from your book, I do remember that you say that some, a certain species are pre- from certain planets do, they're more, I tr- I'm trying to remember how you put them. They're not, you wouldn't even say aggressive, but what was the word that you used? It was to self. Okay. Versus service to others. And, and how I will, um, I guess, okay, humans. We're polarized, right? There it we judge each other. There's good, bad, positive, negative, we experience victim, tyrant, etc. Right. So when you are still in third, fourth dimensional reality, there is polarity. And from a higher perspective, that's not good or bad. It's actually a mechanism of evolution. Just like there are some humans that are beautiful, kind, compassionate, loving, generous souls. We also have humans that are the opposite of that, right? That are like controlling, power-hungry, you know, want to take, take, take. Any kind of race, we'll call them extraterrestrial race, that is still third, fourth dimensional reality like we are, they experience polarity as well. So you're going to have some individuals that are the more service to self, take, 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 and you're going to have others that are service to others, giving and being generous, kind, compassionate. So you can't lump them all into like this one race is bad. It's just individuals within that third reality. So then from your experience, there's not one certain race that is, yes, we need to take over the earth. No. Now, there are other people that will tell you something different. But what I'm what I am sharing is from the Arcturian experience of looking at things from that higher perspective. And what I will tell you, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we, I believe we choose our parents, we decide on what soul contracts we're going to come into this life. And so people who have an experience that's more negative, um, if they encounter a group that's more negative, it's because that's what their frequency is resonating at. We can only draw into our lives what frequency we vibrate at. So if we are in a higher state of vibration of love and joy and passion, then that's what we're bringing into our world, whether it's humans or extraterrestrials or other dimensional beings. And if someone's vibrating lower, they're fear-based, they're negative, you know, just in a deep, dark place, that's what they're going to experience. 
Mm. And the other really cool thing is all timelines exist simultaneously at the quantum realm. So even if I'm living in my like happy, joyous world here in Hawaii, I'm living this reality in a timeline slice that is that, and I can see that, but there might be someone next to me who's experiencing a completely different timeline and there's overlap. So they're seeing the world very differently than I am. And we're both right. Okay. This is just going to leave everybody with more questions that they're going to, if we were live, this would be dangerous because people, we need to bring you on maybe another time when you can be live and answer these questions and not, we're not, you know, limited to 30 minutes. So the question seven, so much for the seven minutes was what is your definition and understanding of personal liberation? Oh gosh, this one has taken me almost the, I'm 50 years old now, and it's taken me almost all these years to figure this out. And it's still like I'm human, but for me, it is being free from what others think of me. So what other people think of me is none of my business and getting free of expectations of other people and really living authentically in who I am and what I know for myself to be true. And so if I want to live in a little happy-go-lucky, joyous timeline slice, awesome. That is my personal, (laughs) that's my personal liberation that I get to experience. And I'm sure doing it in Hawaii doesn't suck either. (laughs) (laughs) What what is the temperature there today? Like 84. (laughs) Oh, no, bring me back, bring me back. I definitely, I, I referred somebody to you the other day because she was like, oh, I'm going, I love Hawaii. I'm going there next month. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Let me connect you with this lady. She was fascinated. She could not wait. She's like, yay. Can you ex- tell people how they can uh, reach you and find, make one of these sessions? And I'm going to be the first one in line. I've had some, I've had some experiences with you already. But more, I need more. Okay, so two different ways to get to my main website. One is mysticmanta.com. So mystic manta, like a manta ray. And the other is drlisajthompson.com. And so I offer all of my services of the regression, human design, sound healing. I've got my books, my oracle decks, retreats, everything on there. And then if you, for anyone that's coming to Hawaii, I also have bigislandufotours.com. And so we do a night sky watch using um, advanced Gen 3 military night vision goggles. I call them in. I, I had a recent podcast host ask me, you know, what's your success rate in seeing activity? And I'm like, 100%. They show up getting every time. Every time. Wow. I have a tiny, tiny patch of the, like it's clouds and we have a tiny little patch of clear sky. They'll pop on through. Double hitting. Wow. Are you able to, do people video record it or? My husband, he's been getting some video. We're trying to get that better. Yeah. And do you, is it like people can use their own cameras or they try while they uh, It's so the way the, like a phone camera, what we're seeing, you're, the camera doesn't amplify the light enough. And so we're using a night vision camera, video camera okay. to watch that because it cat it, Picks up the light better than like an iPhone or something when. Yeah. Wow. Lisa, I am thrilled that you are the join me and you every time I talk to you, I learn more than I had before. And now I need more of your experiences. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for being one of my three flagship 
guests. I'm so excited to have you here and honored that you shared space with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Intuition Unleashed. We hope you found it informative and thought-provoking. But before you go, we have a little challenge for you. Most of us have sneaky little habits that hold us back and trip us up. So why not take this not at all uncomfortable quiz to find out what you do to derail yourself from achieving your goals and how you can call yourself on your own BS. Get to know your self-sabotage specialty and take the first step towards getting out of the way of your own success. Just visit becknelson.com forward slash quiz and take the quiz now. That's becknelson.com forward slash quiz. We can't wait to see your results. And as always... We'll be back next week with more Intuition Unleashed. Thanks for listening.